All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Moose Lounge. Once again, uh, you are here with us where nothing else matters but the conversation we are having and the bourbon that is in our glasses. This is your host, Moose. Dongzilla here. <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined with our guest, Andrew Nelly. Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. Glad to be here. Yeah, good. Welcome to the Moose Lounge, man. Um, yes, yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So uh, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky originally. Uh, went to Henry Clay, graduated from one. Uh, I'm a musician, uh, podcaster, uh, military vet. Uh, list goes on and on and on. <laughs> uh, how old were you when you started playing music? Uh, so I started in a choir originally. I sang at uh, Christchurch Cathedral, which is downtown Lexington. Um, I started there when I was probably six and uh, sang with them until probably 14 or 15 years old. And then as far as uh, playing guitar, being in bands, uh, I probably started that right around 2014. Okay, okay. So you've been dealing with music all your life, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I've sat there and I've listened to your, uh, I guess, all, most, everything you got on Spotify. I think what I believe, anyway. Uh, I get a very uh, chillaxed, bluesy feel. Is it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I cut my teeth on the Almond Brothers. Uh, that was probably the first ever real uh, any kind of band that I listened to. My parents were very heavy on Muddy Waters, BB uh, King, Almond Brothers. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Leonard Skinner, all that stuff, all the 60s and 70s. Um, and so that that really kind of got me started into uh, following Dwayne Allman and, uh, you know, eventually what would become the Allman Brothers after, of course, Dwayne passed away. So you'll, you'll hear that in uh, probably 90% of what I do. I guess one of my favorite songs that I've uh, been listening to of yours is the, uh, the Beautiful Letdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, yeah. Uh, the guitar riff at the beginning, like when you come in, the guitar solo there at the beginning, I get a what I assume is a little bit of inspiration. Did you come up with that guitar riff, or did you, did you get some inspiration from someone? I'd say 90% of my inspiration really comes from B.B. Uh, King. Uh, you're going to hear some Red Hot Chili Peppers in there. You're going to hear some uh, Dwayne Allman. You're going to hear some... Oh, God, Keith Richards. I've got such an eclectic mix of, of guitarists that I've always listened to and kind of looked up to that you're going to hear it all in there. So tell us a little bit more about this Midway Music Festival. So, yeah, this is the first one uh, in Midway. It's the, the inaugural, so it's going to be Saturday, July 24th in downtown Midway. It's going to be an all-day music festival. Starting at probably around 11.30 in the morning, running all the way till about 10 o'clock at night. There's going to be a lot of bands, uh, a lot of known bands across the regional area, the local area. Uh, ben Lacey, Corey Cross, uh, to name some two big ones right off the get. Um, let's see, you got Blacktop Rodeo, uh, Bryant Carter, uh, David Napier. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, New, uh, New Beckham County Ramblers, which is a bluegrass band. Uh, that's just to name a few. And then there's going to be some local bands. My band will be playing as a trio. We're called uh, Thrown Together. Thrown Together. Nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
I think I, re I recognize a couple of other of those names, but one I think I recognize from uh, from your podcast at Bryant Carter. Yes, yes. I just listened to that interview with him. He he's pretty good too. Oh, dude, he's great. Yeah, he's uh he's very prolific, man. That guy's put out. I mean, he he puts out almost more songs on a daily basis than I do. He's uh he's fantastic. Wow. wow. All right. Well, uh, so here's yeah. my question. Oh, go ahead. Your podcast, My Sort of Rican. Yeah. Where did you come up with that name? <laughs> so I don't remember where I was when I heard that, but, you know, as, as I get older, there's less things that stick in the brain and actually, uh, you know, stick around. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, I heard that somewhere, and I can't remember if it was from another Puerto Rican guy or what, but I was somewhere, and uh, somebody asked me if I was Puerto Rican, and I said, no, but I am sort of Rican. Uh, so that... That comes from uh, my mom's whole side of the family is from Puerto Rico and Spain, and uh, the, the you know the islands down there by the uh, you know South America and stuff like that. So my dad is you know of course a gringo. So you know uh, I, I say I'm sort of Rican. I'm not full. I'm not full blooded. So I'm sort of. Rican. And I'll tell you, dude. Every time I say that to Puerto Ricans or anybody in Spain, they laugh their ass off. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I laughed because it was like I was like. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it takes some people a minute. They're like, wait, wait, wait. Why, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. I thought it was a clever name too. Definitely. So, uh, with your sort of Rican podcast, you uh, you interview people. I, I've listened to several of those, and you also review the horror genre of movies. Yes. All right, and uh, on your most recent one. You did uh, the wind, right? Yes. Yep. Man, I, I caught that. Did you catch that, Jeff? I haven't caught it yet. All right, man. Hey, I, I watched it the other night just because of your podcast, and I gotta say, it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, man, I, I'm a I'm a horror connoisseur, and I really love the stuff that's really jacked up. Like I like the stuff, and I don't mean that from a gory sense, although I can appreciate it. That movie, just as you know, from start to finish, from first opening scene to five minutes later when you see the chick laying in the, in the coffin with half her head blown off, it's just, it's nonstop just from start to finish. Like like I said in the review, it really does feel like there's something on you and you just can't get it off of you. And it's dark and disturbing. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to have to watch it now. Yeah, it's it just a jacked up movie. <laughs> I got one for you real quick, Andrew. Uh, yes, sir. We watched, I don't know, you might have seen it previewed on Netflix called Awake. Have you checked yes. that one out? Yes, yes. I watched it's it. Like, yeah. It's about, Jeff, it's about uh, some sort of attack. Yeah. Some sort of something yeah. hit the world, oh. and it caused all electronics to pretty much shut down, mm -hmm. cars shut down, and for some reason, people can't fall asleep. Oh, good Lord. I tell you what. <laughs> It was a good movie. It yeah. was exciting. It was a. It, I wouldn't necessarily call it a horror. I call it more of like a a thriller or like a thriller. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'll tell you, I, I have more. You know, again, I, I appreciate all all types of horror, whether it's you know super gory or super jacked up like Rob's Rob Zombie films. But oh, yeah. I really, really have a taste for the ones that mentally get in your brain, lay yeah. a seed, and you're just jacked up for days because you can't get it out of your head. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Those are the good ones. But it was good. And I tell you what, I've never been more tired by the end of, <laughs> by the end of a movie. 
I was like, I'm still ready to go to sleep. <laughs> Wait, I did go to sleep right after that, and I don't think I have. A, it's probably one of the best sleeps I ever had. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Made you that tired just yeah, watching. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andrew, since you just said uh, you was a horror connoisseur, what's your top three favorite movies or favorite horror movies? Oh, God, man. That's, that's a tough one. You know, I've wanted to probably talk about this on my podcast before is the uh, the Dark and the Wicked has got to be in there somewhere. Um, House of the Devil is absolutely in there somewhere. Right, and then it's a close, it's a close tie. It's a, it's a three-way tie for Insidious 1, Insidious 2. Um, you know, God, there's so many. Hereditary and Midsommar. It's a three-way tie for all those. I can't I can't honestly say who fills that third spot. All of those were so good. I haven't so, watched yeah. Summer yet, but good. I heard it was pretty – It was messed Again, up. Again, dude, it's, it's one of those that gets in your head and you will have nightmares and, and they'll just be really jacked up nightmares. Not even like normal nightmares, like you're being chased by like – you know, Freddie or something. Just really awful, just insane nightmares that, much like the movie, it's just, it's really not okay what happens. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> well, it's pretty crazy. Man. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, you know, you didn't ask me, but <laughs> my, some of my favorite horror movies are the ones that can actually happen. And I know, like, sure. Freddie is a classic, but I mean, I'm not going to get stabbed in my dreams right. and die, you know uh, what I mean? God, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope not, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> one of my favorite ones is uh, the original, The Strangers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that when really I, happened. And do you know the backstory behind that? Well, I know a little bit about it. You're more than welcome to fill me in if you want to. Well, you probably know the same thing that I do, so that one of the writers of the research actually had somebody knock on his door while he was out camping somewhere and asked where Tamara was. Wow. Which is what happens in that first opening scene when the girl says, you know, is Tamara here? And that actually really happened. He said that he never forgot that. And that's the whole basis for the movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, I did not know that part. I, I knew it was uh, supposedly linked somehow with uh, the Charles Manson follower. Ah, okay. And uh, and they, they were part of his crew of some sort, and they went up around and did that but uh no the it, it really got with you because you know it, it played the trick on your mind you know with the the scene where the i don't know what to call him the sack head dude he yeah. was, he was he appeared down the hall while she had her back turned smoking yeah. that cigarette in the kitchen window and we're all of a sudden oh there he is, there he is. And then he just goes, yeah. oh where'd it go where'd it go yeah. but no that movie it, it really messed with you a little bit so so is that is that your top three then well, well, strangers. I got a, I got a soft spot for Scream. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Well, I mean, classic. yeah, 90s classic. Now I was a little young, you know. My parents didn't let me watch an R-rated movie, but uh, I remember we went over to a friend's house and he had HBO for the weekend or something, and Scream come on. And while we were spending the night there, we decided we were going to watch it. Well, you know the scene within the first 15 minutes, he's sitting there playing phone tag with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't supposed to watch that movie. <laughs> okay, I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching it because mom and dad, you know, didn't allow the R-rated movies. Yeah. But 
we did it anyway. So we're sitting in that first 15 minutes, me and my brother and a buddy of ours, and we're sitting there watching it. And Andrew, man, I swear, the phone rang on the movie, the phone rang in the house. <laughs> I said, nope, i out. <laughs> and I, I went out there in the living room and watched uh, the Chicago Bulls with the Utah Jazz, <laughs> Michael Jordan, John Stockton. And watch them do that. So that's yeah. what I did. <laughs> nice. nice. I got so a soft spot. That's top two. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. movie. I got a soft spot for scary movie. <laughs> Just because yeah, of I'm like, Well, you know, the, the, whole, the whole thing behind it is, you know, uh, we love horror movies because they make us feel better about reality and what's actually going on in our lives. Yep. That's the psychology behind it. So you watch the film and you go, well, things aren't that bad. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it makes sense. That's why I kind of like the Purge movies. Oh, yeah. You know, well, we're, we're almost there right now. <laughs> we're getting close to something like that happening. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about to turn into reality. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully right. not. I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I'm for it, but. So, uh, Andrew. Something that you've actually got to do on your podcast is something that I want to do also. Um, you got to interview your father. Yeah, that was wild. How was that? Yeah, that's that's wild, man, because, you know, some conversations just shouldn't be recorded, you know. And, you know, I'm not saying that about me and my father by any means. But, you know, when you're, when you're talking to your parent, you never really know what direction that's going to go. You know yeah. what I mean? And so right. the whole time I'm talking to him, I'm like, you know, me and my dad have a good relationship and everything, so we're good. But that's not always the case. So, you know, it was interesting to, to you know, I tried to make it as me and him on a front porch just bullshit. I tried yeah. to make it as close to that as I possibly could. And, uh, you know, he was he was, he was was game for everything, man. Whatever I asked him to do, he was, he was right in there. And uh, it went way better than I expected. It was a good It was a good. That's episode. awesome, man. Good yeah. episode. Thank you, bro. So, uh, I don't mean to throw my family out there like that, but uh, have you ever heard of Critchfield Meats? I have. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's my family. My family started that business. Oh, cool, man. That's my cool. Grand that's, that's really neat. Back in 69, and then the, the four brothers took it over. Uh, one of my goals is to try to get them in here. I'd like to have them all in here around this table Heck that we yeah, got. Man. Yeah, man. Be pretty fun. Chit chat with yeah, the old. And, yeah. and again, it's, it's, it's weird having a, a podcast conversation uh, yeah. because, again, especially with Andrew, because it's not, you know, if you don't do it in, where you're face to face, it's a whole different dynamic. And it's, it's, it's weird. It takes some getting used to. But yeah, man, <laughs> totally do it. Well, <clears throat> so what, what even made you want to do a podcast? So I'll, I'll tell you, man, that had everything to do with the, the uh, pandemic. So, I, you know, there was, I was sitting around here, uh, bored out of my freaking mind. Me and my wife were getting absolutely sick and tired of looking at each other and, uh, you know, just being stuck in the house. And, and you know, I'm a very creative person. I'm also, like, very idle hand. So if I, if I sit around here for too long, it's not good for me. So, you know, I, I like to talk, in case you haven't noticed, and I talk too much. And she gets sick and tired of hearing me talk. So I'm like, man, I got all these things that I have to say. She didn't want to listen to it. So I got to get it out of <laughs> So uh, you know, I found Anchor, 
And, you know, I started just BSing with it at first. And then I was like, you know, I know some pretty cool people. I'm just going to call them up on Anchor and just have a conversation about whatever. And that spiraled into this and that. And, you know, uh, just became this thing where I started talking to really cool people with really cool stories. Is that where your inspiration came from, just trying to get it out there? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we're all – everybody has different pieces and parts of themselves. We're all kind of complex and realized. And for me, I have, you know, the My Sword of Rican, which is interesting people, interesting stories, and horror film reviews. But I also have another podcast called uh, The Elephonky in the Room, which is like my political side of things. That kind of gets into a whole different spectrum of things. And then I'm thinking about starting another one that gets into a whole different realm of different topics. So, you know, it's, it's, I've got all these things, all these pieces and parts of who I am that yeah. I'd like to get out there and, and you know, talk about paranormal stuff or, you know, yeah. uh, whatever, like different topics, you know. I just have a lot to say. Man. Hey. I just have a lot to say and I, I just want people to listen. Or nobody, whatever. <laughs> get it out there, that's all. Yeah, man, I just want to get it out there. Well, which one's your favorite so far? I mean, I know you've done a lot with uh, My Sort of Rican, but like with your other one. And one. So, Ella Funky is, uh, that's kind of like my, I get it out and just get it out, get it out of my system. Especially yeah. with all the, the political things going on in today's world. I got a lot to say. Again, my wife gets sick and tired of hearing me go off on the couch about it for you know, 20 freaking minutes. So, I got to get it out and put it out somewhere. So, that's just me just getting stuff off my chest. Uh, which is therapeutic. Uh, my sort of weekend is really cool because that's really just for fun because I get to talk to some really great people, really interesting people. So that's everything that kind of satisfies different aspects yeah. of my character, you know, who I am. Right. What about the, uh, you said the, what's the other one you want to do? You mean a, a separate podcast that I want to do? Yeah, you said you want to do a third one or thinking about it? Yeah, so I was thinking about paranormal stuff, man. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big paranormal junkie. My wife and I, we travel all over, uh, kind of going to all the places where ghost adventures go. And, uh, and now, especially with all this crazy shit going on with the aliens that have been, yeah. you know, so on, so called, you know, uh, the government is saying that they're real. That's opened up a whole new page and book of it. So, you know, I kind of like to get into that. I know that, you know, that's people looking like you're crazy and you have a tenfold hat on. But, you know, again, that's just kind of a piece and a part of me that I, I kind of like to explore through the podcast. So, you know, again, different pieces and parts of who I am. I'm pretty interested in that one just because I like listening to the, about that kind of stuff. For sure. Me too. Me too. So, well, that's cool, man. Um, is there anyone in particular that you want to interview, like someone that you really want to get on? Yeah. So as far as, you know, when this is kind of, this kind of crosses the boundary of Elephant in the room and my Silver Rican. Someday I'd really like to get uh, Governor Andy Bashir on the show. I know that's going to be really hard because, you know, that's, that's really high up there. Um, you know, but I've had some really big names on, you know, I had the mayor of Midway on, I've had, you know, a German movie star, TV star, you know, I've had some big names on, but that's yeah. a big, I don't, I don't know if I get Andy Bashir, but I'd like to have him on and kind of talk to him and pick his brain about, you know, what was going through his mind through, you know, the, the pandemic and what that was like. And I'd really like to have a conversation with him. Um, that's, that's kind of like my, my state goal, you know, for the, as far as the regional area. On right now. So, I feel like if you just kind of bombard him with emails, he might do it. <laughs> yeah. 
Give him something I definitely to do. Have to, I definitely have to approach it from like a "Hey, I'm your buddy" type of thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, if right. I was like, if I was like, "Listen here, you come on my podcast, I'm gonna tear you up." You know, you'd be like, I'm talking to you. You know, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to approach it carefully. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to do that eventually. Uh, outside of him. Uh, you know, Christ, I mean, there's all kinds of musicians I'd love to have one. I'd love to, I'm still trying to get Ben Lacey on my Sword of Rican. That's, that's one of the biggest ones. I've, I've almost got him to do it several times, but man, he's yeah. a unicorn and, you know, Christ, he's one of the greatest guitar players that's ever lived. So, oh, I'm yeah. working on that too. All right, Andrew, man, we are going to take a quick pause and do a Moose Lounge favorite segment called What's in the Box? Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for What's in the Box. I like just box. didn't hear it. So uh, tonight we're going to do things a little bit differently. We have three bourbons, two of which we've already covered, Elijah Craig Small Batch and Heaven Hill Old Style Six Year. And then we got a brand spanking new one, one that's not from Heaven Hill, Buffalo Trace. And Jeff and I have both blind poured each other tastings of these. Yep. So I got three unknown glasses in front of me, only known to Jeff. And he's got three unknown glasses to him, only known to me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know I if he looks or not. I hope so. God bless. <laughs> I might have forgot. Oh, man. Did I forget? I, know exactly. <laughs> I don't think I forgot. But, uh... We're going to sit here and we're going to taste them and we're going to see which ones we like the best. Yeah. So, number one, starting from the left. The left? Okay. Yeah, let's start at the left. Mm. <laughs> smells a little Heaven Hill-ish. <laughs> well, it's two out of three, so. I'm not going to lie. I've been drinking all three of these all night. <laughs> so I think I can already pick out that one. I think I know what this one is. Yeah, it's having heel, isn't it? One all the way. From I don't me. think so. Well, <laughs> I already know which one having heel is on you. So this is the Elijah Craig because it ain't. This is not Buffalo Trace. That's too smooth. For all both. right, go on to your next one. Hold on, I gotta finish this. <laughs> no, no, don't finish ah. it. Just, yeah, no, 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 don't finish it. Go and rinse your palate out, you know, swish some water around in there. Swishing it. Swishing it. Golly. <clears throat> oh, that's Elijah Craig. All right. Is that one? Are we going to wait to tell me if mm -hmm. I'm right or not? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to wait to tell you at the end. All right, last one. Nope. Yeah, that's a last crank. You sure? Oh. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> but which one did you like better? That, that first one. The first one. Yeah, the one on the left. I don't even remember. First one was Buffalo Trace. Was it really? Yeah. Why did it taste? The, uh, the middle one was Heaven Hill. And then the last one on the right was Elijah Craig. All right. I knew that one was Elijah Craig. Which one did you like the least? Elijah Craig. That one hit hard. Did it really? Yeah. I don't know why. 
I'm gonna go back through and taste mine one more time. I, this is Heaven Hill. Yeah, that's Heaven Hill. Uh, Heaven Hill. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You got it. I know you do. Fuck, this one only has one last drop in it, huh? <clears throat> that one was Heaven Hill. I, I... You got it. Buffalo Elijah. You got it, man. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what uh, it was. Wow, I think I liked Elijah the least. Wow. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that hit a lot harder than it did last time. It did, dude. Yes. I don't know what... Wow, that was crazy. But I tell you what, though, that Buffalo Trace, that was in the first one, the left one. Yeah. That one was, for some reason, smoother than when it was in that glass. Oh, the rocks glass? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was Heaven Hill. Huh. Because I've been drinking Buffalo Trace all night. I know how. Right, now, what did you think of the Heaven Hill in the rocks glass? It hit harder. It hit harder, too? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Uh, I didn't think I was going to pick Buffalo Trace. You got it, dude. I hated. I, I don't want to pick Buffalo Trace. I want to <laughs> pick one of the other two, Dad it. Buffalo Trace, like like I told you, man, they just get them, them balls fondled the whole nah, time. Yeah, like, they everyone do. loves it. I mean, I guess there's a reason why. I mean, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have kicked the other two out for anything, but. No. It was, they're still good. I just wasn't for. Because we drank so much of the Elijah Craig last time. Yeah. Like, I know I liked it, but right. it just, for some reason, it just hit harder tonight. Huh. That's weird. Because I really liked Elijah Craig, too. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird stuff, man. I don't know. All right. Well, hey, we're going to go back to this podcast episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess right, we got to do this. Yeah. Andrew, I just want to let you know, man, it's been a pleasure to have you here at the Moose Lounge with us. Maybe next time we can uh, get you here in person. Absolutely. Thanks so much, gentlemen, for having me on. It's been a true pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being the first people to interview me on Anchor. I Absolutely. truly enjoyed it. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Right, we'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. Be well. What's up, everybody? I hope you've enjoyed the show. I just wanted to drop our social medias out there real quick. The Moose Lounge on Facebook, The Moose Lounge on Instagram, and The Moose Lounge 1 on Twitter. So if you enjoy what we're putting out there, please follow us on all those. And stay tuned for updates. Thank you all.